What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. What's up and welcome to episode number 157. I know I'm 2 days late, but uh, then again, you know, if if you aren't expecting <laughs> late uploads from my side on a weekend, then uh have you even been listening to my podcast? So, jokes apart, uh make sure you are listening to this episode at a speed you're comfortable at i personally prefer 2x but as some people have told me 2x tends to be a little bit fast for them so perhaps 1.5x is going to be the new default option that i speak about in uh, in this note and in this intro so yeah make sure you're listening uh, to this episode and the rest of them at a speed you're comfortable at a lot of people prefer 1.5x so i'm 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 assuming you should explore that if you haven't already and uh, we're going to talk about the moves that we saw on friday some of my general opinions on the market which if you haven't heard of uh, them already heard enough of them already then this episode is going to have more of them for you and also some recent events mostly related to uh, coronavirus because that is literally the thing which is happening in the world today and i'm assuming for the foreseeable future uh when i say foreseeable i'm talking about a few weeks slash months i'm not talking about a few years let me be very clear about that but that is what i'm going to talk about in this episode and uh, of course th- th- that is apart from the general market i'm not going to literally skip the entire market summary and then just talk about what's happening that is that's a different kind of episode uh certainly not this one anyway though without further ado and without me beating around the bush anymore let's get started okay so we saw a reasonably positive day on friday and when i say reasonably positive i don't really mean in terms of what we are seeing with nifty or bank nifty i'm talking about the market as a whole you know the general moves that we we saw certainly not a positive day uh, like we saw on thursday far from it this was a flat day if you strictly uh, strictly talk about where it opened and where it closed but if we talk about more of the more of the sentiment then sure it was more positive than negative as we'll speak about in the coming segments uh as far as the snapshot is concerned which we generally cover uh we are looking at uh, where where is it we're looking at 1.27 is the adr uh so that means 1029 stocks went up 811 stocks went down and 120 were unchanged which is a reasonable number uh the market cap is actually far far higher than what i remember it as we were looking at 25 24 ish uh numbers and now it's at 28 so i'm not sure if it's because other additional securities have been added to this or because the general prices have gone up because this number is even greater than what we uh saw when nifty was above 10k so i'm not quite sure if this is right or if this is accurate in terms of how we are interpreting it uh but this is what we are seeing even more interestingly the fi's and the di's were both buyers this time fi is buying to the tune of 355 crore 
DI is buying to the tune of 1700 crores. So I'm assuming that this is possibly where FIs are starting to um, average their positions, average down perhaps, or uh, you know get into start buying. Uh, possibly confident in the levels that it is, it is in or it will be. Uh, and this, I personally feel, will is not really a bottom. So if you are, if you as a retail investor are looking at getting into bottom fishing or buying at an extremely low level and are just going all in, this is not the time to go all in. Perhaps buying in chunks and in tranches. Sure, it makes sense. Uh, let's say you split your total investment. If it's a hundred rupees, you split it into ten installments of ten rupees each. That's fine. I think uh, this is a good enough market for that. But if you think that this is a bottom, a bottom has been formed and it's going up and it will hit its all-time high in like literally by the end of this week, then that may possibly not be true. Again, I don't know. It might actually happen. Uh, we never know. But it doesn't seem likely. So which is why I feel that it's it's not really a bottom that we're seeing. It's possibly just, um, you know, it's just testing these levels and it's possibly just a short covering that's happening here of sorts. That's my take on that. And as far as the indices are concerned, broad market indices looking fairly mixed. Mid caps, small caps, not particular. Well, mid caps only, small caps are fine, not too bad. But mid caps in particular, not performing very well. Uh, as such, overall, the market was not that uh, negative or positive in terms of the indices. They were uh, all within the 1% range, plus or minus, which is uh, which is around range bound you could call it in these markets it's actually relatively flat considering how wild we've seen these moves being uh, VIX was also down it's at 70.39 right now uh, but I'm assuming that this number might rise up soon eventually as far as the sectoral indices go we're looking at media not doing too well realty not doing too well and auto not doing too well and the others are doing fine uh, Bank Nifty is reasonable. In fact, it's the most positive uh, sectoral indice here. And the fixed income indices are reasonably strong, stronger than they have been in the past, in the past few days at least. So that is what we are seeing as far as the indices performance is concerned. The 52-week highs and lows, GKY, Ruchi, Soya, once again on this list, 164 losers, those which is a considerably lower amount than what we have seen in the past. Adani ports and such looks like they have formed their bottoms at least for now. And the other stocks that we are seeing, we've we've we sort of seen uh, them here before. Cummins Limited is here. Then uh, there are a few, not a lot. Sale is here. Not a lot of known stocks. Soba is here as well. Soba was a position that I had uh, a while back. Now I I have. Thankfully squared it off a few months ago, but I had that position. So not a lot of really well-known stocks in this list today, but still fairly expansive and fairly inclusive as far as, you know, the mid caps and the large caps are concerned. I don't think there's a large cap here, but mid caps, yes, quite a few of them. As far as the larger deals are concerned, Eyeball Housing Finance looks like it is not in this list this time. We are looking at Enfibeam, Just Dial, and oh, Eyeball Housing Finance is here. Uh, once again, buying and selling by the same company, a capital markets research company. 
and appears like they have either shorted it or gone longer but very marginal scam took just 50 paise on a 36 lakh position they ended up buying more than they had sold so i'm assuming that uh, this was this was some sort of a weird transaction and they are possibly expecting the price to go up uh, which is something to consider oh, apollo pipe is here as well i think this is the second time that it's here and block deals jsl hisar i think we had covered this already uh, so nothing to talk about there uh, short selling same stocks that are there that were there since the last time i spoke about it so we can ignore that for now now coming to crude wti crude down 4.82% quite a lot it's at 21.51 dollars per barrel brent crude 27.95 dollars per barrel down 2.44% not really a strong move but then again uh last episode i i believe i'd mentioned that a lot of uh news reports and such are expecting the prices to go down even further possibly to the 10 uh, per barrel level or so and one report at least one report had said that there is a possibility theoretically it's possible that uh crude can reach negative numbers whether that's realistic or not is an entirely different question but it's certainly something to consider. USD INR is actually doing very, very well. It's at 74.82. And uh, that's a good level. Nice, strong uh, appreciation by INR. I'm assuming. Um, no, I'm not like, assuming actually. I can clearly see on the chart itself how much of an impact the rate cut had. It was a 75 bips rate cut with a few other measures that were announced by the RBI and uh, it's 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 pretty evident actually you can see just two massive candles taking it from 7528 to 7482 right around the open for the day and taking support just around this gap so if if this fails if this fails then we're possibly looking at 7430 or so levels for usd dollar uh us not usd dollar that's a very stupid thing to say usd inr uh, and that is um, a very likely scenario looks like so that is what we are seeing on the FX front and let's move to the indices now all right so nifty was a re was relatively range bound I'd say uh, during the day it bounced between um, you know it's it's the same resistance and support effectively so that's what we that's one of the things that we'll talk about today that isn't the only thing we'll talk about today but nifty right now is closing at 8660 it is up 18 points and that's just 0.22 percent so you know how uh relatively flat the move was uh the high for the day was 9038.9 which shows that at least 9k levels were tested it also shows us that the range for the market was just above 500 points because the low was 8522 that also means that 8500 acted as a good strong support so did 8600 and 9k of course very very strong resistance uh, at that level as far as nifty's advances to declines ratio is concerned we are looking at 23 advances 26 declines and one unchanged um, Coal India being the most positive stock, up 6.41%, followed by Axis Bank, 
and followed by a few other stocks. Um, M&M is here as well. I think this is after the announcement that they had shut their operations and they are focusing on ventilators. I think this is after that announcement. TCS is here as well, 3.3% up. ITC is here as well. There is a lot of uh, chatter going on on Twitter around ITC uh, these days because, of course, it has been very underperforming these past few years. And now uh, people are wondering whether it's a good ta- good stock to buy, good time to buy or not. I personally do not know anything about ITC, so I'll refrain from commenting on it. The worst performer for Nifty was Bajaj Finance, down 7.94%, followed by Hero, followed by Anderson, followed by Gale. So quite a few losers, and the extent to which they were losers is also quite high, around 8% for one, uh, around 7% for the other, 6% for the others, quite a lot. Uh, Not really a positive sign. As far as the chart is concerned, the intraday chart, we are looking at a CIP resistance which sort of halted the day, cut short the positive uh, sentiment. The market opened at a gap up of, I believe, 300 points. Don't quote me on it, though. Uh, it, It was approximately that amount. From there, went up slightly. R2 resistance plus CIP resistance, very, very sharp fall, filled in that gap completely. Uh, took support roughly at yesterday's CIP twice. That also happened to be the pivot point for the day. And then it just uh, took resistance slightly above uh, the previous close. Then it went up again after taking a support. And then finally uh, played around very, very uh, much for a very, very long time. Right around the previous close, in fact, um, it, it was I, was I was waiting with bated breath to see whether it's above the previous close or it's below the previous close, where it actually closes. Turns out it actually closed above the previous close just by a just by a smudge, especially when we compare it to the extent of the moves that we are seeing nowadays. So that is the intraday move. Very interesting intraday move, if you ask me. I think this is the first or the second time we have seen uh, market, the markets giving fairly decisive signals uh, despite all of this volatility that we're seeing and that's that as far as uh, you know the daily chart is concerned it opened above its 13 moving average however it obviously closed below it and we are seeing an almost gap filling that is happening here so on the daily chart it does look as if the 13 ma acted as a resistance and whether it takes support at the previous close, 8641 or not, is something that we'll only really know tomorrow. Of course, we can use the global markets as some reference, which I'll come to in a bit. But for now, this is what we are seeing. Coincidentally, this also happens to be uh, a 23.6% Fib level, which is an interesting thing to consider, whether it'll take support from here or not. Again, uh, it's it's a bit early to say now, uh, but that's that's just how these things go. As far as Bank Nifty is concerned, nineteen thousand nine hundred and sixty nine is the closing up three hundred and fifty five points. So clearly a good positive day for the banking uh, sector. I'm assuming a lot of that is to do with the RBI policy, and uh, we are seeing an ADR of seven is to four is to one. So seven advances, four declines, one unchanged for uh, bank nifty and the best performer was bandhan bank once again looks like it's a very very nice uh, stock or at least it has been a very nice stock in these times 
and the worst performer for the day was Indusind Bank down 5.68%. I don't know what is going on with Indusind Bank, uh, but that stock is just moving extremely wildly. So that's something if you're looking for a good intraday opportunity and you can very easily digest all that volatility and extremely wild moves, then I think Indusind Bank is a very good contender because we're seeing uh, it hit circuits sometimes we're seeing it hit uh, just just going down 5.68 percent clearly uh, on friday so very wild movements happening within Dawson bank and that is what we're seeing on the intraday chart uh, all of the supports offered to bank nifty were around the previous close and it really did not breach the previous close at all except for one tiny instance where it just went a few points below and then bounced up very very quickly uh, the day's rsi was also above 40 uh, pretty consistently it never re- it never even smudged below 40 at all similar case with nifty except it's it did sort of test those sub 40 levels a few times which shows that the momentum for uh, bank nifty was far greater than uh, that for nifty so that's that's an interesting thing as far as the daily chart is concerned 13 ma resistance is very apparent here and we can see that it did try to breach it for a bit but then it just failed and then now it it's obviously below it and well again this this might possibly indicate that we see a gap filling tomorrow but at this point of time as i've always said technicals do somewhat go for a toss and especially in this market when you're saying that it'll take resistance it is it's a very easy thing to say it's almost like saying water is wet because these these few days we are possibly going to see even more negativity and pessimism because this is when uh, india's cases might possibly increase despite the lockdown being enforced this is when um, you know we of we of course see the matters being more serious and from what i've heard there are a few additional steps which will be taken by the authorities uh, to make sure that this um, lockdown is enforced if that happens of course we see more 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 and more things happening a few positive things to look out for are the co- the corporate fiscal package which will be offered shortly by the finance ministry i'm not quite sure when but they did say that it'll be done sooner rather than later another possible thing uh, another good thing to look forward to is the vaccine which uh, for coronavirus which is apparently in human trials already so within a few weeks to a few months i'm assuming that news might also come out which will obviously have an incredible impact on the market uh, one which is far more than you know we can possibly imagine at this point but that is obviously some a market moving event just like what we saw on friday uh, with the RBI, uh, you know, press con which was there. So during that press con, we could see somewhat of a negative sentiment by the market. So the the initial reaction was definitely negative of that press con, but after that, it sort of uh, you know took support and then it just um, cleared that resistance relatively easily. Uh, but then again, you know, that previous close support was far too strong and the previous CIP resistance that we spoke about, the R2 resistance, those were also f- very strong. So overall, that is possibly what caused it to be a range-bound-ish day. As far as uh, the global markets are concerned, they are all down by the looks of it. Uh, NASDAQ down 3.79%, FTSE down 5.25%. Uh, now that I look at it, 
it looks like some of the Asian markets are in the green, but not by a lot. So I'm assuming uh, even SGX Nifty is down, by the way, 8470, down 1.96%. So by the looks of it, it's possibly going to be a negative day tomorrow uh, in case you in case you want to go by the global markets, which are a reasonably accurate uh, indicator of what might happen. Uh, but again, nothing is 100% accurate. So that's something to consider as well. Uh, and yeah, that's what we are seeing with the indices. Let's move to my trades. So my only trade for the day was a call and I exited that very, very quickly. I have this rule that once I get a certain points, I will exit it, even if it's still uh, doing reasonably well. And I know I don't always follow this rule, but these past few days have been uh, pretty rough. And as a result, I think that the best way forward is to follow that rule, which is why as soon as I saw that magical number that I was looking for, I exited the position very uh, very easily. Of course, I had second thoughts. I'm not uh, I'm not quite there yet. Uh, but then I still managed to exit it in time. It did go up by a bit momentarily. But then because the movement was fairly range bound, uh, the same thing happens. Like if, if you're going to buy uh, an option when the price is X and the options price is Y, then let's say the price and, and let's say you're, you're buying um uh, a put for example so let's say the price goes 20 rupees below x your your puts price uh, goes let's say 2 rupees above your cost and once the market even slightly goes up let's say from 20 points down it goes to 10 points down your option will go well below cost and then it'll just stay there even if it goes back to 20 below cost even if the underlying goes back to 20 25 below cost that's a very normal scenario and that is literally what has uh, helped me take the very uh, you know swift decision of taking and accepting my profits very very fast that's something i feel as i've said is required in such markets if you're doing it then well and good i'm sure that you are seeing reasonably good results if you aren't then i'm really really curious how things are working out for you and yeah that that's how i traded that those were my trades for the day not holding on to anything this time uh, I, I'd rather just see how things go and ca try to catch the tide and try to catch the wave instead of um, just predicting where things will go. Of course, the negative sentiment is what a lot of people are expecting or predicting uh, and anticipating. Uh, but then again, you know, when your capital is at risk, when you already don't have a lot of capital, uh, you really need to, you know, make sure that you're sticking to a very minimal risk approach for this which is what i'm trying to do so that's my take on that and since i had spoken about talking about whether this is a bottom or not my take on it i feel that this is far too early to really comment on it sure the 200 day moving average on the intraday chart has far been breached it is well above the 200 dm uh, 200 moving average on the intraday chart but it's still it's still very very early to say what might happen because we are still a solid 15 days or so uh, remaining in, in the lockdown and based on certain sources and certain speculations and such um, is what I'm hearing that the lockdown there is a chance it might be extended and even if the lockdown isn't extended 
uh, it's it's still very obvious that 21 days aren't really going to do much they are definitely going to stop the spread and such by a long shot it's it's crazy how much it can help but at the same time we can't realistically expect coronavirus has a problem to go away just because we were at our homes hopefully at our homes uh, for 21 days so that 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 means one of two things either uh, it means that the cases are still going to be there after these 21 days or it means that the 21 day lockdown will be extended either way it is not really a news i'm assuming the markets will take too positively as a result there is a chance we see a further correction happening we really don't know what will happen which is why i'm saying that this is a time when adding in tranches or adding in chunks is a better option rather than just going all in which is uh dare i say kind of foolish in such markets so that's my take on that again it's 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 very hard to say whether this is a bottom or not and if anyone's telling you this is a bottom or this is not a bottom based on technicals or something unless they have information no one else has access to unless they literally know what is happening with corona and the economy in and out they are probably bsing with you and it's best not to listen to them in general best to go by your own analysis make sure your analysis is perfect make sure you master your craft that way whichever indicator you use whichever technique you use whether you use naked charting whether you use a bunch of indicators whatever you're comfortable with make sure you are confident in that and that can only happen with practice with testing with analyzing with observing the markets and such and that's something i hope you continue doing so with that uh this is the end of this episode no lessons here uh because again the lessons i've spoken about have been just repeated so many times it's not even funny and i already told you my biggest lesson is take whatever profits you're getting very greedily and make sure that the other type of greed doesn't infect you uh the other type of greed being waiting for more points and waiting for more profits just just be greedy with your profits and take as much as you can and then get out of the trade if if you even smell that it is going in your in in the unintended direction i feel that's the least risky way to trade in these times so that's my take on pretty much everything related to the markets that i think is relevant and that i can remember at this point of time i hope you found this helpful and informative and i look forward to seeing you in the next episode tomorrow happy trading mm-hmm.